Your lips can do a whole lot more than kiss. Your lips express love and speak your truth. Plump your lips with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC for natural-looking results that are completely and uniquely you. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you are allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there is a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire wanted to thank you for your continued support of this podcast. With over 90 podcasts across our network, we are committed to bringing you great content to fill that sport-shaped hole in your heart. To find more Blue Wire Pods, search for us on iTunes or check out BlueWirePods.com. And remember, one day sports will return and it will be glorious. Thanks for listening. On to the show. In the Know, the Bourbon Street Shots Podcast. We're your hosts, Shemit Duop and Mason Ginsberg, and this is all Pelicans all the time. Welcome to the long-awaited episode of In the Know, brought to you by Bet Online and a new sponsor, Blue Chew. We'll tell you all about Blue Chew later on. My friend Mason Ginsburg, what is up? I haven't talked to you in feels like months. Mm-hmm. How's your life been going, man? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know. We- it's weird because I, I feel like we would have had more time to record and yet there's just like, I feel like we chat like once a week about, about like, Oh, we used to record a podcast. It's like, uh, what do we talk about? <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, long awaited and, and we'll, we'll, we'll try to, we'll try to pick this up a little bit and do, and do this more often. Um, cause we got a lot of good questions this time around, but, um, 
yeah, things are going okay. I mean, I could complain, but no one's listening because everyone's kind of in, um, in not ideal situation right now, um, to different degrees. And I'm just, you know, I'm healthy. Um, weather in Chicago is finally starting to turn. And so like, at least there's time, you know, we can, I can spend some more time outdoors and not just feel cooped up inside with, you know, with 40 degree temperatures, which it was up until like this past weekend. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I'm making it. Oh, just, uh, just finished game of Thrones last night. So, Oh my God. All of it. <laughs> yeah. We, we t- it took exactly, I looked from like the first episode, it, it, we did it in exactly a month. Which Were you, a, a were you happy about how it ended? No, man. <laughs> uh, so, like, my w- – this is not a Game of Thrones podcast, so I really don't f- want to go it's into the It could be whatever that, but- <laughs> podcast you want. Um, like, I don't know. and uh, Just crushing through set eight seasons of it, I think it's the, – the impact is different than, like, people who are watching. Even if, you, even if you, like, streamed the first three or four seasons and then started, like, when, when it was airing, like, season four or five live, like, I feel like that's a different – like totally different watching experience and like because like I think about 24 was the first like kind of cult following tv show I started watching from the beginning and like having to wait a week for that like it was totally different than I think if you just binged watch seasons of 24 back to back and so like I feel like you know I I I didn't like this wasn't to me like I, I prefer Breaking Bad much uh much prefer Breaking Bad to Game of Thrones um and like but it was good like I, I'm very definitely happy that I I watched it um I, I didn't think everyone told me just like after the last trip of season six, it just drops off precipitously. And I didn't, Ann and I were talking about this. Like I didn't hate season seven. I thought it was okay. Season eight was a dumpster fire, but like, I thought season seven was okay. Um, but man, yeah, the end of season six, I think kind of makes it all worthwhile. Uh, I, you know, I, I, felt, I, yeah, that, that was a, that was a hell of a way to, to close out a season. Yeah, that was, that was the peak. Did you, catch on to the lineage uh before they revealed it no that, that, there's there's so many there's so many characters and storylines and just like i you know i and i also think like we're in the age of like multitasking and i'm probably like checking social media and other things while i'm watching and i'm sure there's things i missed that if i watched watched all the way through a second time i would pick up one but no i, I didn't okay so like i definitely think part of the reason that you don't you didn't like mind seven and, and eight is is there's a certain expectation when you've literally waited like half a decade mm-hmm. or more in some cases where you're a book reader and you've been waiting for literal decades um for this dude to finish writing what he's writing and hasn't even finished like you know, all the season seven did we start talking about Star Wars and I just didn't realize it? No, no. Because <laughs> this sounds like how I feel about Star Wars. But yeah, right. basically. Like, imagine, like, <laughs> waiting and start, like, being there from the beginning all for, for, for them to, to do that. And it's yeah. just, like, the utter disappointment of, yeah. of fans who had that experience. Uh, it's yep. funny because I finished watching Breaking Bad after I binged, I binged through it all after okay. I gave it up. I started it 10 years ago, basically, and I got into a season and a half and I was like, this is, I cannot watch. This is too dark. Um, but I, I hate watch the rest of it. And uh, it, I can say it objectively. It was a very, very good show. I just, it, it's not my style. Um, I, I, like I said, I hate watched it and I despised literally every single character. <laughs> did you watch the, uh, 
the movie with Jesse yet? I haven't. It's on. It's, it's good. It's next. But okay. so I, I, yeah. I jumped straight from Breaking Bad into the newest season of Westworld, which also has okay. Aaron Paul, and it was like a bizarre. Yeah, I, I saw those ads like when I'm watching when we're watching Game of Thrones, obviously, or some some show. But yeah, I'm I'm out on, I'm out on Westworld. We've I think we talked about this, but yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, it's been it's been good. So I think El Camino is next, and probably Better Call Saul. I'm, I'm probably yeah, I'm a season behind on that. Better Call Saul is awesome, though. I'm probably also going to catch back up on Ozark. I got through like half of the first season before also getting great. distracted a while back. Yeah, good stuff. I'm like, we just uh, do. You, have you watched Bosch on Amazon Prime? Nope. I feel like it's a it's probably a lesser watch show, but it's a like L.A. cop uh, TV show. We 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 kind of picked it up after the first few seasons, and uh, the, the 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 new season dropped like a few weeks ago, and so that's that's what we just started the last season of that. So pretty good, nothing nothing spectacular. But uh, dude, yeah. have you seen Extraction yet on Netflix? I've not. Oh my god, you need to watch it. Yeah, it's like if Thor was John Wick, and then there's Indian <laughs> John Wick as well. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Uh, that's, yeah. That's I don't my... think the shortage of, uh, of at least like I, I'm worried like about six to nine months or a year from now about what's on TV because I'm I'm assuming everyone stopped filming shit because of coronavirus. So like what what I don't know what comes then, but at least sports. Hope yeah, sports, and then hopefully <laughs> we're we're catching up on lost time and doing stuff out of the out of the house and not not watching as much TV, but. uh yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any shortage of good TV right now. I mean, I just we Billions premiere was on Sunday. I, I love that show, and that so that'll be that. That's at least one thing to watch live and next and and not just binge watch. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, a lot, lot, lot of good stuff. Maybe we should talk about the Pelicans <laughs> basketball. Basketball. So in in basketball related news, they're has been the usual haggling between owners and the league and mm-hmm. players association. And I don't know if haggling is the right word, but you know, just ongoing discussions of when they're going to open training or facilities and how, in what capacity they're going to be open and where they're going to be allowed to be open because it's all dependent on state regulations regulations. And when those stay at home orders are going to be lifted and, um, some teams are, are going to open things up, I think, at the end of this week. And then others, obviously, are dependent on their state and have to wait until given the all clear. So it's going to be interesting how that plays out. I think Woj tweeted out shortly before the recording of this podcast restrictions, like no head coaches are allowed, which I think is to protect all the old dudes that are head coaches. And... Um, there's like limitations on how many people you can fit in to the facility at a time and how they have to clean it and, and all that good stuff. I feel like, do you feel like this going to help the players in any meaningful way in the capacity they're going to be open? Um, I think generally speaking, no, but I do think there are some benefits. Like, I don't know. I don't know what every player's workout situation is. Like, obviously you've got, you've got the vets who are probably sitting pretty in their giant homes and, and have, have the means to, and, and we know different teams, but like the Pelicans, for example, their, their teams have sent them workout equipment, but at the same time, not everyone's got like a, I don't think everyone's got a full size court in their backyard. And, and just like, there are some players who I think will, 
legitimately benefit from something like this. Um, but I don't think it's the majority of players. Yeah, so the Pelicans players have been in and out of the media cycle. Zion Williamson gave an interview with with Ernie. Um, he alluded to having a hoop where he is. I think he's still in New Orleans, and he alluded to having a hoop. And he says, where there's a will, there's a way in terms of getting shots up and whatnot. So he looks like he's been working out. Um, he's been staying active. I think a lot of players have been in the city. I, I see Drew uh, and his trainer, uh, Mike G, posting videos of him working out at Pontiff Playground all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if uh, people y'all want to creep on Drew, Pontiff Playground is a spot. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they're they probably out in Old Metairie somewhere. Um, they probably have other players too with them, right? Like it's not just Oh, Darius Miller uh, most frequently has been the person with him. Which he's looking good. He's running and stuff. Nice. What do you think we get Darius Miller back when this all how how else are they gonna make a playoff push? That's a good point. <laughs> all spacing lineup. We have Melly, Reddick, Miller. Lonzo then- man. Lonzo, three-point sharpshooter. Lonzo and Zion. Zion's the best three-point shooter on the team um, by percentages. <laughs> but wait, wait, really? Is that a fact? I don't know. Is it? Is it still a fact? <laughs> was it? It was a fact day one. <laughs> we we're gonna have to look this up. Hold on. <laughs> it was after the first game. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That reminds me of like, uh, or what year? was it it was it was one of the last hornets playoff years and like back when and we swore by player efficiency rating and there was like patrick ewing jr played like two minutes in the playoffs had a per of like 170 or something like that it's like oh best player in the league (laughs) now it's like zion after one game so it's actually jaleel okafor who leads season is the top I don't it's, believe that. It's actually Jaleel Okafor who leads the Pelicans at at 50%, and Zion is number two at 46-ish. So we were close. We were not far off. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code BLUEWIRE. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. BetOnline has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. 
Bet Online, your online wagering solution. But yeah, Zion was in the news and Melly uh, has been in the news in and out. He's been giving a lot of fun updates on his Instagram diary. <laughs> I've been enjoying them a lot. He had one about New Orleans as a city and how it captures you and how it's different than other places he's been. He had one recently about how trash talk works in the NBA and ended on, <laughs> on a really wholesome note um, talking about uh, the best thing he's heard on the court was when he was matched up against Porzingis and Porzingis said, Welcome to the league. And he meant it in like a genuine, a genuine way. And um, Melly said that meant a lot to him, which is, which is cool to hear. Uh, it's not often that you have players who are not on your team. that just go out of the way to kind of be nice to you. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I, I, that was, uh, I only, I haven't been keeping track of every, all of his posts, but um, the, that last one was, uh, was very, it seemed very heartfelt. It was nice, a nice message to, about New Orleans and how he's really embraced the city. It was, it was, it was cool to see, you know, and, and as, as star for, for Pelicans content as we all are, any, any little thing helps. Right. Right. It, yep. In other news, uh, Alvin Gentry and David Griffin, both held press calls with the media. Um, I was able to be on both of them and there weren't too many terribly exciting answers because you know there's not much going on right now and everyone kind of wanted to know what the next steps were going to be griff mentioned i asked griff about uh how this is going to impact their draft process and uh and how they were going to evaluate players and he basically said that you know like these workouts that we're not going to be able to do is like where we never really use them to form a high opinion of, of players it just you know it's just another way to bring them in so what they really focus on is, is the people aspect of, of players. And they're going to try to be creative with these Zoom interviews and whatnot uh, to capture some of the stuff that they are not able to capture in face-to-face interviews. And when asked if he would be ready to make a selection in the draft today, if they had to, they said, yeah, they'd, they'd prefer not to, but they'd be ready. They, they have a good idea of where things are at the moment, which is good to hear because I feel like draft is literally the only thing to talk about from a fan perspective because you know like you can't really talk about games that aren't happening yeah and the one thing so i remember you mentioning that and it was like the same day as a, a report came out from like woes or shams or somebody about how the, the league was trying to push back i think any sort of dates around like the, around the draft and having time to prepare and it's it's interesting because like if you feel like your process if you think you have a market efficiency in terms of your draft draft evaluation and process, wouldn't you say, nah, let's just do it. And and, uh, I mean, I I guess information is king and maybe you feel like if you have more information, you're, you're going to have an even bigger advantage in the competition. But also uh, if you think that you're so much better at the other teams and you think you can amplify that by rushing other teams and, and doing the draft as scheduled with, you know, with your process, I don't know. I think it's an interesting discussion as far as you know, where, how important you think the time is for your evaluation versus how much of an edge you think you can give yourself over other teams to just do it and, and, and believe that you're, you're better, you know? Well, I think this draft is going to be a really fascinating one to look back on in four years and see which teams were successful. Um, 
successful, like relative to their draft position. Like I'm not going to knock a team that had the 29th pick and pick someone that never ended up being something like the odds of you picking someone that ended up being someone at 29 are not high, but I will credit a team that, that did have the 29th pick and someone ended up being good because one, I think every team is just simply going to have much longer um, than they've ever had to evaluate draft players. And, and while yes, this, the footage is limited, the sample is limited. There's just a lot more time to, to dig into other stuff and to, um, to really formulate opinions and, or break them down or, or to do research. There's like no excuse of like, Oh, well, our team was just focused on the playoffs. We didn't really have time to do much draft prep. Like everyone has oodles of time. So it'll be interesting to see what the success stories are from a team perspective uh, four or five years from now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I, I can't believe we haven't talked about um, the, the Lakers and, and the SBA loans they stole from all the other actual small businesses who needed it. Oh yes. Yes. We can, we, we needed our um, weekly podcast Laker bash session where the Lakers acting like the poverty franchise they are <laughs> were the only team to request such loans. And after they found out that it was terrible publicity, they gave them back. <laughs> Wait, no other NBA t- – and then Ravel tweeted that no other NBA team asked for it. I was like, eh, all right. The le- it's, it's probably worse that they actually got the loan from the government. But also, it's bad for the Lakers, but, but I'm sure that – I mean, Forchetta had to have asked for this, right? And then, and then Ravel tweets that no other NBA team asked for the SBA loan. I was like, oh, man, this is bad. <laughs> Lakers look like – No, 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 no. What Forchetta did – is uh was something even more insane in which he got a private loan and it has a interest rate of 13 percent and this private loan is for 300 million dollars and that's to keep his um hotel empire and uh, afloat so he's leveraged himself to the tune of 300 million more dollars with an interest rate of 13 percent that is crazy good good that's Good like solid business practice. <laughs> that's that's like thirty nine million dollars in interest. That's like one Russell Westbrook salary. We, <laughs> we, we know who's getting traded, baby. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, that loan is the uh, that's that's the Benson purchase price for the for the Hornets back in whenever they bought them. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. You know, the amount of like that loan plus the interest payback is is what the Pelicans Hornets were bought for. Okay. Good times in in NBA land, yeah. where um, shoddy ownership is being exposed. Yeah. One. So one other thing I thought, and I don't know if you were able to catch this, and I, I know you you were on the calls with Griffin with Gentry, but I thought the uh, the interview Gentry did with Coach um, with with. Uh, Henry Abbott and, and Thorpe uh, was and uh, I mean uh, was was really good, um, and so he took like forty five minutes to an hour um, to uh, to re- to talk to him and um, just good snippets there about how the Pelicans approach player development, um, you know how the, their system and and why they think why they believe in it and why they think it works. So um, you know for example, Gen- Gentry mentioned that they show film of AD to Jackson Hayes. They show film of Steve Nash to Lonzo as players they want them to, to, to play like or, or think like. 
Um, and then the, the, he talked a little bit about the topic we, we've hit on a few times throughout the season around the, uh, the kind of read and react type offensive style that they play. And, um, and, and mentioned that they're one of the reasons they, they believe in it is because of how good scouting's become throughout the league and even not just the teams, but the players as well, and, and being able to sniff out certain plays that teams like to run. And if you play just kind of a free-flowing offense, it's harder to do that. Um, and so I thought that was a really interesting concept um, talking about, and they mentioned even how like Chris Paul will like know what a play, what a play is that's going to be run before like way earlier than any player even reasonably should. Um, and that's not like Chris Paul because he was on the Hornets the years back, but I think that's just Chris Paul because he just does his homework and knows he's been in the league for so long. So like, so I I thought that was interesting and not something that maybe we've even hit on as much in, in terms of why, why they like playing the way that they do. Yeah, that's a point I had not even considered before, but it is definitely a true point. There's a lot of good articles out on how scouting works and how teams send advanced scouts, which are scouts that scout opponents that are like three or four or five games ahead. Um, And so they go from arena to arena scouting these plays down, and they have a meticulously detailed um, notebook of every single play call, every single play, uh, their counters and their their other versions of it, and I actually have gotten uh, the privilege to look at some of these these playbooks, and they are so incredibly detailed, and every team knows exactly what the other team's playbook is. There there isn't any surprise play. So if you if you're a type of team that's regularly going to call out stuff, and and you're using the same hand signals and all of that it's going to be stale and predictable. So yeah, I definitely agree with Gentry on that. I didn't know that he did a podcast with, with those people. I'm going to have to check it out for sure. Yeah, it was, um, it was, uh, April 23rd, um, is when they, when he, uh, when, when, at least when it was released. Um, so, uh, really, really good stuff. And also, um, so I was looking at the, um, so the true hoop, what the, what they've been doing. And there's also an interview they did with, uh, Grievous Vasquez and I, I haven't watched it yet, but so there's another, there's another Pelicans, uh, organization representative. And I don't know if, they, if he talked much about, you know, Pelicans, uh, and maybe more about, um, uh, other, other things, but, um, I, I do still want to watch that. It's, I think it's from like earlier on in April. Yeah. Well, this concludes the newscap portion of the podcast. Stay tuned for the mailbag. That's a fact. I have been fed. That's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. 
Hello everyone, my name's Colin Kelly and I have one question for you. Do you love fantasy football and do you want to win in 2021? Then be sure to check out Rotoviz Overtime and all the other Rotoviz podcasts with new shows dropping every day on Blue Wire. We've got you covered for all things fantasy football. Subscribe to Rotoviz Overtime today.